Good morning. How well, it's afternoon over there, isn't it? Yeah, afternoon, but good morning is quite all right. I'm still drinking coffee, so oh, gotcha. I'm with you. Well, it's a brisk 7 a.m. here, so. <laughs> it is a raining 2, 3 o'clock p.m. here. There you go. There you go. Well, welcome to the show with the Ever Black Podcast. My name is Luke. How are we? You're doing great, Luke. How are you doing? Yep. Excellent. Excellent. Whereabouts are you at the moment in the world? Um, just south of Nashville. Oh, nice. Is that home? Yeah, we moved out here uh, in August. Oh, yeah. And what's it like yeah. there? It's beautiful. Uh, it's a lot slower paced than California. Uh, a lot prettier to look at. Currently, it is pouring rain. All last week, it was snowing into oblivion and now it's just dumping rain oh there you go unless nice. unless i'm ready to come to australia i'm ready to come to australia for some nice weather oh yes definitely well it's been <laughs> very very hot here so bring some shorts and some Absolutely. sunscreen you'll be good to go <laughs> so it must be you must be pumped coming back next month we've got a few run of shows should be exciting yeah we're stoked man it's been way too long i mean for obvious reasons but uh that were out of our control for a few years, but yep. we're stoked. Very, very excited. Yeah, because I think you were here last time right before it all hit, wasn't it? About 2019? Uh, uh, we were, it was 2020. 2020, and yeah, just before. I was telling someone this the other day where it was like, we were like at the Perth airport flying home and on the news it was like, oh, like first three cases of COVID have hit Melbourne, Australia. And we we're like, glad we're getting out of here. Yeah. Like just so naive to the fact that we were just going to implode. Yep. yep. <laughs> no, I remember it was the last show I saw live before it all hit, actually, because I saw he's in Brisbane with the Ocean Sleeper oh, Boys. So, yeah, yeah. That was a good show. It's awesome. Yeah. That was a good tour. It was epic. Um, a, a shows like over in the States a bit, do they hit a bit different than Australia or what's the main difference? I would say that the shows in Australia hit a bit different than the States. I think yeah. Australia hits a bit different than anywhere, quite honestly. Um, we've always had like the most like mad shows in Australia. Like people just have always gone fucking ballistic, um, more so than they do in other countries. Now, that's not to say that other countries don't come with it. I and mean, we just did uh, our UK Europe headliner at the end of la this last year, and and it was like for the first time in a long time, there was definitely some shows where it was like this feels like an early 2000s hardcore show for some reason again, you know, like chaos. So I'm excited to uh, to get back to Australia and feel some of that. Yeah, epic, epic. And you said you said chaos. I, I actually remember Taste of Chaos, like 2008. You guys supported yeah. Bullet and Avenged Sevenfold. That was that was huge. That yeah, was, that was massive. Was, that was a big show. How, how does it feel now, like headlining shows? Like how does it make you feel <laughs> seeing how far you've come? I mean, it's been awesome, man. Like the fact that I talked to so many bands and artists that either like <clears throat> have been around a long time and they're like, oh yeah, man, like we've just never been to Australia. We've never been able to go or like, oh, we went and like, oh, it's just kind of okay for us. The fact that we've been able to like continually come to Australia for our entire career and like <clears throat> kind of on every level has been amazing. So we're we're very, very fortunate for that. Yeah, well, we love having you, that's for sure. And oh, yeah. this this tour coming up next month, um, without giving too much away, what can we expect? A bit of old stuff, a bit of new stuff? You... Fuck it, let's just go through the whole set list. We're going to okay. start with them. No, <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get a pen, hang on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean, uh, we, we've really kind of come to a point where we've kind of crafted a set that 
in our eyes is like perfect. It's like a bit of a, a best of set, but at the same time, there's like some curveballs still, you know. But um, we've really listened to like the fans and like quite honestly, like analytics. You know, it's like we're in a, a an era where you can look on an app and go, what are the top 20 Atreides songs that people are listening to in this country? You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, it's very easy to be like, this is what they want to hear. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, we've, tr we've tried to put a set together with that. And and it really like kind of has some peaks and valleys and like, it's really fun and interesting. And there's something for, for every fan. Cause I mean, our band is, is very strange and very like lucky thing where we have, people that come to our shows that it's like, oh, I've listened to you since Suicide Notes and I kind of only care about the old shit and I'm here hoping you'll play some of it. But there's also fans that are like, I heard Drowning and that's how I learned about your band and I just know the new stuff and like, your old stuff's cool too. Like, what's becoming the bull? You know, like they're, and they're all in the same building. So like, I feel like it's, it, there's something there for everybody. Yeah, you know? exactly. Bit of a mix is always and, good. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun too. Like we've been kind of, you know, lucky enough to have been able to play some of the new stuff. And, you know, you always want to play a bunch of new songs. And, like, we found a way to kind of, like, throw a couple in and then, like, throw a curveball mid-set that kind of, like, leaves it up to the the crowd. You know what I mean? So we're, it's very it's very interactive and, and it's a good time for sure. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. And for, for you personally, like, do you prefer now being front man compared to being back on the drums hey, where before with the lineup change or...? I mean, yeah, man, I'm having so much fun. Um, I think that fronting a band is a completely different beast of like, it's a whole different like ball of energy. You know what I'm saying? Like you're so much closer to that front row and you're so much more like just like connected to people, you know, um, which is something that I didn't feel until, you know, I, I was the front man in my other band, Hell or High Water, but with the trade, it's like, it's a different thing. So uh, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. And uh, it, it, it might be time to time where I get to sneak behind the drums still um, here and there, but uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. Yep, yep, yep. I that's think I would say I prefer it. I prefer it. I prefer it up front. Prefer it up front? <laughs> yep. No, that's good. My hands are definitely softer. <laughs> not as not as much carpal tunnel. <laughs> no, not as much carpal tunnel, not as many uh, uh, calluses. Yep. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And I mean, I was going to go into that next, but you covered that with Hello High Water. Like, did, did you do much touring with them back then? Um, we did in the States. Yeah, we did like, I don't know, maybe like four or five kind of like major um, US tours. We did like a random show in like Norway yeah. or in Sweden. Um, so that was pretty much it. Mostly just in the States. Yeah. Never, never got an opportunity to take it international, but yeah, we did quite a bit of touring. Yeah, epic. And it was all really random. It was like we toured with like we went on tour with like the darkness, and then we went on tour with Stone Sour and in this moment, and then we went on tour with like the used, and it was like very really random touring. Bit of a did. mix of everyone there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it would have been great. Um yeah, fun. You, you recently released the new album, The Beautiful Dark of Life. Um mm -hmm. it's trending very, very well. Um yeah. tell me a bit of how it came together because it was kind of a a staged process to, to get to the yeah. final album? Well, I, it initially came from the desire to try and figure out a different method of release, you know, because as artists, it was, you know, it gets kind of annoying is not the right word. It's deeper than that. When you like put all your like blood, sweat and tears and time and energy into, you know, 12 songs and the four that, 
you know, the record label spends money on or have a music video or it goes to radio, get their day in the sun. And then the rest of them just kind of hide in the shadow of, of life. And, you know, you have six people throughout a tour calling out one of them from the back of the room. It's, and it's like, man, like there's some of these songs. It's like, we really just, how do we get, how do we get them? They're like their day in the sun, you know, for all these songs, because we've never been a band that just puts out songs for the sake of it. It's like, there's no, there's no like, Oh, this one's okay, but we're still going to release it. Like we fucking love all these, everything we put out. So it, it initially came from that. And then it was like, well, we just don't want to put out something with no, no theme. Like there's going to be a reason why. And then once we kind of honed into the title track with the beautiful dark of life, everything started making sense kind of on its own where it was like, Oh, like this song is about the low and this song's about the kind of like the path to glory. And then this song's like the, the aha, like high moment. And then it kept happening, you know, and we're like, Oh, what if like each one of these EPs was sort of that cycle of like that human condition of being at your absolute lowest in your darkest place, finding that kind of way out of the darkness and then, and then succeeding and being on a high and being where things are just great. So it made sense to us to be like, okay, this actually is a, tells a cool story. And then it comes with the full album that you then get the title track, the beautiful dark of life. You understand what the whole thing is about. Even lyrically, you have like the Easter eggs of like the EP titles, like in the chorus and all that stuff. So it just kind of all, it all kind of like made sense to us on its own, you know, it was, which is so nice. Cause like when you're a band and you're like, well, how do we make this concept make sense? It's the worst thing ever because it's like, we're a band that just shoots from the hip. Like we don't really want to do that. So the fact that it kind of just presented itself to us was lovely. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And, and with that, was there any sort of main inspirations for it all or just basically, yeah, sort of what you covered? Well, the, the, I mean, obviously the, the, feelings that are in the songs like the emotions that are in the songs are, are very personal to like to us and it's something that relates to everyone like everyone goes through the same sort of life cycles but the the title in itself was actually came from at the time was like my five-year-old daughter um strangely enough we were like um walking out of a restaurant and i had her on my shoulders and um she pointed at like the overhang at this building and was like what's that dad I'm like, oh, those are that's the shadow. Those are shadows, and uh, and she's like, shadows are the beautiful dark of life, and I'm like, what? Like single tear, type it in my phone because my five year old's a poetic genius, uh, and then like a year and a half later, we're in the studio writing a song, and it's like, and we need that one, the one line in the chorus. Like, what is the what's the what's the payoff? And I'm like. I got something like, and of course it's that moment where you have to, you have to talk yourself into it for five minutes that your, your brilliant idea you have is something that your five-year-old said two years ago. Yeah. Um, but the whole band like kind of jaw dropped and it made sense. And it was like that, that lyric, that line is literally the premise for the whole thing. So uh, things can come from the most uh, beautiful places if you let them. Yeah, definitely. And it'd be so cool, obviously when, when they grow up and then you can turn around and say, well, look, this is because of you. This is yeah, like, where's my fucking basically. money, Dad? Where's my money, Dad? <laughs> Royalties. <laughs> Pay me. <laughs> it's it's awesome though. Uh, we have an Australian band over here called Young Lions, and I was talking uh -huh. to the singer there for, for a little while, and um, same thing. He wanted an album cover, and he asked his son, "What should I call this?" Bam, came out with the um, it was like built uh, to 
I forget the name, um, uh, about putting a rainbow in the sky, basically. And, and he just went, right. yes, that's it. Um, that's going to be the name of it. So it's, it's really cool to do. Um, yeah, absolutely. Have that inspiration. Though then there's kids have such a like unobstructed innocence to them where they'll just say things and you're like, you don't even understand how like prolific you're being. <laughs> like you don't understand how insanely like wonderful what you just said is. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it, they don't even get it yet. It's, yeah, it's wonderful. That's it. And I mean, yeah. you guys are putting out albums after albums they're just incredible for me like as soon as baptized came out as well like i've been from the start but um yeah baptized when that came out with obviously the lineup change and that it was it was awesome absolutely loved it um i I don't want to go too much into obviously you know again the lineup change with alex leaving and that but for you how how was the transition and just deciding this this is how we're going to continue now and and this is what we're going to do and how we're going to sound yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was. Um, it was sort of the, a thing that, first of all, when everything happened, it was. I think a lot of the, a lot of the world just thinks that like, I made a call and I I did things and that's why the band is the way they are, and I think a lot of people see me as this like, overarching power figure that it doesn't actually exist in real life. No. Um, our band is very much a democracy and and our band everyone in our band is very very much a brilliant mind in them in themselves and like everyone has their part and when we decided to have our to make our separation i boldly said okay well who's going to sit like what are we doing i'm not going to be the one that says i'm going to sing in our band now you know what i mean i'm like i I'm not going to be the one that jumps and, and and like, if that's what you want, you guys come up with that and you let me know what you want to do. So it seemed obvious to everyone that my voice is already familiar. Everyone knows my voice. So rather than get someone else to come sing and have some other brand new thing that we have to try and get people to relate to, they already have, they have mine, they have me. And they have Porter, quite obviously. Porter has been singing, screaming, um with alex on our records since death grip you know what i mean so it's like it was like let's keep it familiar whatever and and we had actually done some shows with the the current lineup in 2019 in europe so we kind of knew that it worked live already and it was comfortable live so i mean obviously at first it's it's terrifying you don't know what people are gonna think and there's a lot of people that that are will go just pure negative because you don't you're not what you used to be or what have you. And I think a lot of people like really wanted, like they really wanted drama and like to take sides. And like, I think people really wanted to see like a fight, you know, and like, we're not about it. We're just about whatever happened in our own lives is our own personal thing. And we both kind of moved on and and gone our own ways. And he's doing brilliant new music as well. And and I think we're doing, we're at the top of our game from what we're doing. And it's one of those things that, um, at first was of course scary, but I think there was a confidence within our band that that guided us through the transition. And I think from the first show, like the first tour we did back, it was like a headline tour in the States for Baptized. I think in our minds it was like, oh dude, we're fucking, we're crushing. Like we got this. And I look back on that tour and you can still see that little bit of like, like, okay, we're, we're still figuring it out. We're kind of a new band again, you know? Like, um, and then I think towards the, middle of the baptized cycle it really like clicked 
and we started doing did like the Trinity of Terror tour, and we did like the Nothing More Asking Alexander tour in the states. We did we went out Bullet uh, in UK, and it was like we were just firing at all cylinders. So, I mean, it was an I'll say an easy transition because the support system within the band is is freaking like watertight, but um, it was definitely you know definitely nerve wracking at the beginning because now I'm the dude like. I'm the guy and I have to convince you that you have to like me as the guy, you know, and I don't have near the physique, <laughs> but, just, but it, it's been really good. And I, it's, it's been something that's, it, we're really, really enjoying our band more so than we, we have in a long time. So it's, it's all panned out to be a beautiful thing. Yeah, no, definitely. And it, and it works. And I mean, it's great that yeah. you've, you've came out of it on top. Um, you're, you're super talented, great vocalist. So it's really, really good. So, and, and like, how does it make you feel just sort of having that, uh, I guess your, your musical style and lyrics and, and the way you guys sound, have it resonate and connect with so many people for so long too. Like, obviously, like you said, you've got the, the people who are against it, the people who are for the, the changes and that, but you've got the long time fans that have just been there from day dot, just. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, we, um, I think when you're in a band, you don't ever, th you don't think about, yeah, you know, I'd love to make it to this milestone, right. Or this milestone we're fucking, well, we have a pile of milestones at this point. And it's like the fact that it's still like a building, living, breathing organism. That's like growing again, somehow, you know, it's like, it's, it's a brilliant thing. And, um, I think that's why there's such like a good energy surrounding us right now is that like, we know, <laughs> like, it's not lost on us at all. And it's like, this is fucking, this is fucking cool. Like, I think we feel like, you know, when you're a teenager and you're, you get to go on tour for the first time and you're like, holy shit, this is fucking cool. Like, this is my job. You kind of, we kind of all have that again, you know, or we're like grown ass adults. <laughs> <laughs> Just living in the past. It's all good. <laughs> no, it's fucking, but it's great though. It's, 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 awesome. a, it's a, it's a good feeling. Yeah. I mean, no. it's crazy. The fact that we can still, like I said, come to Australia after all these years and, and like fill rooms and people are singing all the songs back to us like it, there's there's nothing better than that yeah it's incredible um yeah. and just lastly i mean you guys have have done a few collaborations with people in the past um is there sort of a an all-time person that you haven't that a tray you would love to do a collaboration with a live yeah. or not i'll put that out there i mean obviously like there's there's a, a number of like of course i would love to do a song with freddie mercury you know what I mean? but like but um I don't know. I think that like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm just like a creative at heart. I'm a writer at heart. So I would, I like love to get the, the opportunity to get into a room with the people that people might not expect. You know what I mean? There's a, it's not like, I would love to get in a room with Dave Grohl and write a fucking a ripper and just like feel that dude's energy and see what goes on in his head when he's writing a song. There's like, we've had a lot of fun with like the EDM world, the stuff we've done with Kezo and uh adventure club and and sullivan king and all stuff like that is a whole world that opened my eyes to the fact that like edm shows go harder than metal shows okay. and the energy in that music is like fucked up so like you put the two together and it's like it's a it's insane like we play that Kazo song battle drums in our set since it came out and it was not a single it was not touched it just organically did this thing and and um so like i would love to dig deeper into that world um you know i would love to do some cool stuff with like female artists like there's a lot of like it's funny i want to do like things that people don't under like wouldn't expect like i'd love to do a song with demi lovato but one where she only screams 
Nice. Like I'd love to do, like, you know, songs like even when how we did the the feature with Travis Barker, it was like, yeah, yeah, but do marching stuff because you don't do that on any songs. Like just trying to, I, I love just collaborating and having people involved, but not how you'd expect them, you know? Yeah, well, hopefully we see some of that in the future. Then <laughs> hit Demi yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, Demi, call me if you want to stream on a <laughs> Well, Brandon, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. It's been been a pleasure. Um, we'll yeah. have all the links below to the the tour coming up in Feb. I'll be there, front and center, Perfect. shooting. I do the photography for Everblack, so oh, yeah. we'll see you there. You can strike a pose, say hi, flip me off, whatever you like. I'll make and, sure I look pretty uh, for you. <laughs> that's it. But yeah, hopefully we we'll catch up soon, and um, yeah, hopefully everything goes well, and we'll see you then. Yeah, I'll see you in Australia.